Good evening. Huge political developments. The day after the resignation of Pawan Bansal and Ashwini Kumar, India has a new law minister and a new rail minister. But is this good enough for the opposition? No, says the BJP, as they focus their attack directly on the Prime Minister. I'm Vishnu Shom. You're watching India Decides. And from Pakistan, special reports on a historic election. Whatever the outcome, Pakistan has defied threats from the Taliban to vote in large numbers. Now the question is, who will be the next Prime Minister? Will it be a batsman at the innings or will it be an old political war horse? Will it be Imran Khan or Nawaz Sharif? I'll be bringing you the very latest in a short while from now. Well, the big story over here, huge political developments a day after the resignation of Pawan Bansal and Ashwani Kumar. India has a new law minister, a new rail minister as well. Congress troubleshooter Kapil Sibyl gets additional charge of the law ministry. C.P. Joshi gets additional charge of railways. The two ministers, Ashwani Kumar and Pawan Bansal, may have been dropped yesterday. But the big question, is the prime minister more vulnerable to attack now? The opposition BJP makes it clear the prime minister must go. Will officials of the Prime Minister's office and coal officials who were part of the process of vetting the CBI's coal scam report now also face action? Let's take a look at this story. I have given my statement first. I have no relationship with this whole thing. Yesterday, tendered my resignation. I have done so to put an end to unnecessary controversy. The PM's Punjab club in disarray as Ashwini Kumar and Pawan Bansal are forced to resign after a huge political storm over the rail job bribery scandal and vetting the CBI's coal report. Their portfolio is taken over today by Kapil Sibyl who now has additional charge of the law ministry and CP Joshi railways. The ouster of Ashwini and Bansal however was delayed because the PM put up a fight for them though more strongly for Ashwini, but it was the party president who had the final word. Manmohan Singh's reluctance to sack Ashwini Kumar was not just because of his closeness to him. It was also because the PMO is embroiled in the same controversy, reprimanded in the same language, with the court saying everyone wanted to change the CBI report that dealt with the PM's years as coal minister. And that is precisely why Ashwini's exit seems to have made the PM more vulnerable to attack. श्री कुमार जी से मैं यह जानना चाहता हूं कि आपने जो कुछ भी किया है यह किसको बचाने के लिए किया है यदि प्रधानमंत्री जी ने इंट्रोस्पेक्शन किया तो त्याग पत्र देने के अतिरिक्त और कोई दूसरा विकल्प शेष नहीं बचता ही पुट्स द इंटरेस्ट ऑफ द गवर्नमेंट एंड द कंट्री फर्स्ट एंड ही इज प्रिपेयर्ड टू टेक ऑन द ओडियम ऑफ गोइंग थ्रू अ ट्रायल बाय फायर टू रेजिग्नेशंस एंड टू न्यू अपॉइंटमेंट्स इन लेस देन 24 आवर्स as the government tries to show that it's in control and has tackled the controversy, the opposition is keeping the pressure up, now continuing to ask for the Prime Minister's resignation. So the Punjab boys in the cabinet, who've now two of them have been given the boot, that does not signal a breakdown within the cabinet and within your own party's function. Guilty whosoever it may be, they are to be punished. Bansal and Kumar had been handpicked for the portfolios of railway and law by Manmohan Singh himself. Both men apparently had been rewarded for their closeness to Manmohan Singh. Within four years of becoming a Rajya Sabha member, Ashwini Kumar had got a berth in the union cabinet. He had a brief stint as a Congress spokesperson in 2009 and last October took over as the law minister. Pavan Bansal has been a four-time MP from Punjab and generally maintained a low profile. But after the TMC exited the UPA last year, Bansal was given charge of an important ministry like railways. 
But now, less than a year after they took charge of their ministries, they have been forced out of the union cabinet. The exit of both Ashwini Kumar and Pawan Bansal, I would say, is a major setback to parties' image, especially in Punjab. It has lent a lot of ammunition to uh, uh, the ruling Shomni Kalidal and BJP. With the exit of these two ministers, now the opposition is gunning for the Prime Minister himself, since the Supreme Court said last week that the heart of the coal scam report, which dealt with the tenure when Manmohan Singh himself was the coal minister, had in fact been changed. But with the divide between the party and the government being exposed so publicly, Manmohan Singh's position seems to be more vulnerable than ever before. With Rahul Srivastava and Ketki Angre in New Delhi and Ashwini Mehra in Chandigarh, Tony Mabiswas for NDTV. Well, if the Congress were hoping that they've got the moral higher ground with the resignation of these two ministers, the dropping of these two ministers, evidently that doesn't seem to be the case because the BJP feels that that's just not good enough. Joining us to discuss... Uh, What's likely to happen, because this controversy has not ended, Abid Rasul Khan, member of the Congress Party, and Meenakshi Lekhi, spokesperson of the BJP. Abid, let me come to you first. The BJP president making it absolutely clear that there needs to be more from the Prime Minister, perhaps even the resignation of the Prime Minister on this issue, because when it comes to the coal scam report, there is a direct link to the Prime Minister's office. This has been established by the Supreme Court. So therefore, how can there be action against Ashwini Kumar and not against the Prime Minister? Uh, I would like to make it very clear that uh, it is not the BJP's demand or demand by any political party which has resulted in this resignations. Both the gentlemen who have resi resigned have told in their resignation letters, Bansal ji, so uh, he said that he is not guilty and the CBI will probe him or probe all the issues which have been raised and he will come out vindicated that he has not done anything wrong. He has gone to the extent to say that all appointments during his tenure can also be probed into and seen whether they have been following the rules or not. As far as Mr. Ashwini Kumarji is concerned, he has got no strictures against him from the Supreme Court. He has no, got no adverse remarks against him from the Supreme Court, but still to avoid and controversy and uh, the public perception of wrongdoing, he has resigned. And we feel that it is only Congress... But so this is the point that no one uh, understands. There has been no stricture against him by name, but there has been a stricture against him because the Supreme Court has clearly said yes. that the government was wrongly involved. He was part of the government till last night. He was the law minister of the country. I mean, were you waiting oh, for yes, his name I'm to appear in the Supreme Court? Keeping... No, no, we were, we basically, uh, Ashwini ji has told very clearly and the party has also told very clearly that these resignations were to avoid a controversy, were avoid to uh, mudslinging on our party and in the right uh, sense of public life they have been given. I would, on the issue of uh, BJP raising the Prime Minister's resignation, I would like to very clearly say that they have no right to raise that issue and secondly they do not have any numbers to raise this issue and if at all they are so dissatisfied with the government they can pu push for a no confidence motion and to add to that I will just take a minute and tell you today Gujarat High Court has passed strictures against uh, Amit Shah and the police of Gujarat for uh, shielding the culprits and today BJP appoints him as uh, in charge of UP. It's a different story altogether that UP has seen through communalism and does not uh, side with communism okay. anymore from 1992 some onwards. It is also a fact very clearly. Yes, yes, yes. Abid bhai. Let, let me complete it. Secondly, there is a uh, organization which is a part of US Congress. It is known as Religious Freedom. 
organization that has under Kerry, uh, Mr. John Kerry, I think, has uh, said very clearly that they feel that Mr. Modi is guilty of two, the, the riots in Gujarat okay. and it has also right. passed I, I indictment see, I, I against uh, his you involvement in the cases of rape. So now, 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 now I am telling you very clearly on your channel that we are going to take BJP head on on all these issues and our party will also take out all the issues where they have lost the moral high ground and where they have had duplicity okay. of Very things. important statements. Enough is enough for us. Meenakshi Lekhi, enough is enough for the Congress to react to all no, of those charges. I, I believe it's enough of uh, enough of enough for the rest of the nation when Mr. Abid Rasul Khan made a statement that... Uh, that you are not going to speak Law Minister, law minister has not been named personally. Let me tell him that the heart of the... A status report was changed. These are the comments made by the Supreme Court. And separation of powers is something for which keeping that restraint in mind, Supreme Court has chosen not to name the people, but has put enough pressure for you to have removed them. And second part is, when you named Amit Shah, Amit Shah is removed. He is not holding any government post. And this very court does not indict any of the people from 1984. And this CBI has not been able to find anything against those people where 3,500 people were killed. And when you talk about rights, the history of rights in this country is history of Congress party. Whether it's Muradabad, whether it's Andhra Pradesh. And when you talk about CBI, six sitting ministers of Andhra Pradesh are under the CBI scanner. What are you doing about them? But Minak, you know, he no had an ground. important point. He said that you don't have the numbers. You can I, try for a no confidence motion. Right, You're going to lose right. that. What are you doing with these protests? No, no, How I'm coming, I'm coming to that. I'm coming to that. Our protests have led to two resignations. We have every business to put pressure on the government and media has done a fantastic job. Media has done the fantastic job in reporting rightly what is happening in the Supreme Court. I think this is exactly what these parliamentarians do in the parliament, not let the opposition speak. And Mr. Abid Rasul Khan is showing the same intolerance towards me. And in this particular intolerance, let me clarify, when you talk about that uh, we don't have the numbers, that's why we are in the opposition. And we know how BSP and SP have been managed to get you the numbers. And it's this very CBI which is doing the work for you. So it's like but I am the But this CBI. very CBI which has taken action against I'm Raman Bansan. So let's give them, that, I'm give them the due on I'm, that as well. I'm giving them exactly. the due. I'm giving them the due. But due is still to come because right now resignation is not punishment. The status well, report is not culmination of the charge sheet. A fair and final charge sheet will show where the money was being translated by the, man, by the, by the tapes which are in possession of CBI. And so many, the web of companies which lawyers have got in Chandigarh. Okay, so we'll see where that goes over there. Uh, Abid Bhai, go ahead. Yeah, basically I would like to say this, uh, that the credit that Meenakshi ji is taking, or her party is taking for whatever is there. So first of all, there is no credit in it. It is a resignation within our party to uh, facilitate the inquiry or to avoid the, the controversies. And it is, it is basically... Let, yeah, basically based on the public perception, this is what we have been telling very clearly. And on your channel and number of channels I have been telling from the last six days that our party is seized of the matter and they will take a hard decision at the right time and we have been vindicated as far as that is concerned. Now, as far as Meenakshi ji trying to cover up for her, their parties, people who are mired in uh, criminal cases, I would like to say only one thing. 
that is is the bjp when trying to show its moral high ground is re is it ready for a debate with congress on the number of criminal cases against their office bearers they may not be in government because their party is in not go in government but their office bearers are equally important because they are representing their party to the country and time and again i am saying that the country is uh, looking at them also with the same terror scope that they have been looking at us and with whatever criminal cases or serious cases like uh, rapes like encounters are they not more important than cases of corruption or uh, something the country Khan, needs to decide even on encounters are yes, willing to have time, a debate with you number of Andhra times Pradesh spoken, had 72 let's, let's encounters for the same to have one sometime and not one investigation Uh, Uttar Pradesh had 85 encounters for the same thing. I, 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 no I really need. To, I really, I really would love to have talk on this. What are you talking? Encounters in other states are all correct encounters. Encounters in Gujarat become fake encounters. Ji, when they have to be fake encounters. Your state has a dubious encounter. Where dubious encounters? Where where the cases have been transferred out of the state? We've lost what we were talking about. We don't have much time. Abid Bhai, let me ask you a pointed question. Abid Bhai, pointed question. Let me ask you this. This is what the Supreme Court has said. Yeah. The Supreme Court has said that changes made to the CBI's PE two report, the preliminary inquiry two report, is is perhaps suspicious. The PE two report deals with coal allocations from 2006 to 2009. That's when the Prime Minister was looking the after coal the coal ministry. ministry. Uh, the Prime Minister was looking after the coal ministry. Everyone wants to look at the PE two report and make changes. This is what the Supreme Court said. Does this not directly point a, a finger or a needle of suspicion on the Prime Minister himself? Vikram ji, we have already filed all the copies of the report which was in original, which have been uh, vetted. We have also filed all the uh, case diaries copies to the Supreme Court. Supreme Court is minutely examining it. We are of the clear opinion that if anybody has done anything wrong, we are ready to face the consequences. But the point here is this report or inquiry goes back to the period of India rule also, which. some vested interest are trying to scuttle so that that part of it doesn't come out but we are ready for the inquiry and our actions and the cbi's actions in this are very clear to the nation that a fair inquiry is being had done not only in this in mr bansal case also and the allegations of bjp time and again on cbi that it is a pocket borough of congress has been proved wrong as far as andhra also which meenakshi ji has pointed out they are doing an inquiry against the government and we, we with our total no, no, uh, conscious whatever it is supreme court's yeah. observations whatever happens in the inquiry in the coal scam right will be fair and also in the pavan bansal case yeah. there is reason to believe yeah. the cbi has been very proactive It is. It is still time to give that. You still that. Yes, I'll tell you. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you. I have a reason. I have a we reason. We are. We are. We are doing nothing these, to stop it. These, we are doing nothing to support the inquiry. In, intolerance. <laughs> intolerance on part of Abid Jassim Khan. Abid Bhai, one second. Let her. Let her respond. Uh, Just go ahead, Minister. See, these these states were lying. These states were lying with the CBI for a fairly long time. and during this time they have not been brought out there are reports to the extent that 20% to somebody 10% to somebody there is a web of companies through which management was going on within 5 years from 0 year, to 150 only in one company only in one company so finally one is looking at the only only things serious fraud investigation to be done by corporate affairs ministry under through an sit or because we would we would trust the court more than any other uh, place so that is one and coal allocation 
154 mines within a period of three years, 2006 to 2009, whereas from 1992 till 2004, only 44 mines were given, and that too to the government okay. bodies. And under the and nine ministers, nine cabinet ministers are direct beneficiaries. All right. All right, uh, Abhay, I'll give you an opportunity to reply when we come back to this debate later I'll on. Just take a minute yes, to yes, go ahead. Just, yeah. just one minute, sir, because we need to close the debate. Abhay, bhai, go ahead. Yeah, regarding regarding courts, uh, respect of what Meenakshi ji is trying to say, I would like to say that today's yesterday's High Court order in Gujarat, the immediate promotion of Amit Shah, is a, a clear indication of the, how much respect they have for the courts. Likewise, when Supreme Court is uh, totally uh, supervising the inquiry, then creating uh, halla on the streets, coming onto the roads and trying to, to get public sympathy is another no uh, very clear point that how much respect they have okay, for the Okay, all right. Well, you make your point. Minakshi, you made your point as well. I'd like to thank both of you for joining us. One way or the other, the country has a new rail minister. Additional charge has been given to C.P. Joshi and Kapil Sibyl, troubleshooter of the Congress party, additional charge of the law ministry. We're going to shift focus completely now and take a look at what is a historic day in Pakistan. My, uh, our group editor, Barkha Dat, has been covering the elections in Pakistan. It's at, uh, incredibly exciting times across the border, Barkha. Just run us through what some of the big events today have been. Well, Vishnu, counting has begun. Counting is now underway and this country waits uh, with a sense of bated breath anticipating what may happen next. One thing I would like to say is, is that India and Pakistan may disagree on many things, but one thing that we will have to grant the Pakistani people today is credit for their enormous courage. These elections were held in the shadow of the gun. There were serious threats from the Taliban. More than 100 people died in the run-up to the elections, and there have been blasts in Karachi. And despite that, People came out in strong numbers to vote. Many say that this could be a historic turnout figure. Of course, now the big headline is going to be about whether it's going to be Nawaz Sharif or Imran Khan, who's going to be Pakistan's next prime minister. Before we look at that, let's give you a glimpse from on the ground. The polarized opinion, the for and against, those who want Nawaz and those who want Imran in this country that has defied the Taliban today and voted. Despite the twin bomb blasts in Karachi, despite a string of virulent terror threats from the Taliban, despite more than a hundred people dead in the run-up to the elections, Pakistan voted and voted in large numbers. This election is historic because it is for the very first time that a civilian government will be handing over power to another democratically elected government after completing its own term. In many ways, who the next Prime Minister is could define how far the traditional sovereignty of the military is challenged. Pakistan's generals have ruled the country directly for more than half of its history and have always been the real nerve centre of power till now. Depending on what happens, this time could be different. With more than a third of Pakistan's registered voters under the age of 30, this election could mark a generational shift in the country's volatile and violent history. It is this urban youth that Imran Khan is hoping to bowl over. He may have spent voting days strapped to a hospital bed, but the legendary cricketer has emerged as an electrifying third force in national politics. 
At several polling booths across Lahore, the Imran effect is palpable. Giant cutouts, Imran t-shirts, collar pins, bumper stickers and of course, not to forget the cricket bat. His followers made sure that Khan's own inability to vote on D-Day did not hurt the campaign. Quite the opposite. Well, a lot of people here are rooting for Imran Khan, as you can see on those t-shirts there. And here too, we have somebody who believes that he is going to win. Inshallah, definitely. Why are you so confident? Because I think everybody is sick of this system we have and everybody needs a change. We want to have honest people and I think and I, be, I don't think I believe he is an honest person. But who will win Pakistan is a question that may not get answered immediately after voting. Politicians across the trenches are forecasting a fractured mandate, which may need one of the three main players to join hands with the other. Today, after a former People's Party minister withdrew from her seat to back the candidate from Imran's party, Nawaz Sharif's supporters alleged that a secret deal had already been struck between Khan and Zardari. People's Party the alliance kar liye hai Imran Khan ke saath. Fardaus Aashir Khan ne withdraw kar liya hai Sialkot se Imran Khan ke hath mein. To ye kya ye ye inka alliance nahi to fir aur kya hai? Absolutely Nawaz Sharif. Inshallah. No question about this. No question about this. People's Party alliance hoga aur yehi Imran Khan Nawaz Sharif ke hathon mein aage baithega. Pakistan is clamoring for change and the defiance by its voters of the Taliban threat may be a message for its conservatives and its extremists. So under the gaze of 75,000 troops nationally, Pakistan has voted in an election that's being described as historic, in an election where there has been blood on the ballot. But despite that, people have braved bombs and bullets to come out and vote. The old, the young, women, men, people across classes. The question now is who will lead Pakistan next? Will it be an old batsman back at the innings or will it be an old war horse of Pakistani politics? Whatever the outcome, an infant democracy has some reason to celebrate a milestone that for a change has nothing to do with coups or conflict. Finally, the Pakistan headline, at least today, is about democracy. In Lahore, Rajuhi Tyagi and Manoj Thakur, Barkhadat for NDTV. Around the streets of Lahore, that's the slogan tonight. Sher ka shikar. In case you're wondering what that means, that's Imran Khan's supporters. They fanned themselves across the streets of uh, this city. And tonight they're claiming that they've hunted down the Sher of Punjab. They're referring, of course, to Nawaz Sharif. Now, no results are out. This may be very, very premature. But one thing's for sure, that Imran Khan has electrified this campaign. He has emerged as a serious contender, serious enough for people to believe that the two choices of who will be Prime Minister next is either Nawaz Sharif or Imran Khan. And one of the reasons that Imran was able to do this, even though he's strapped to a hospital bed today and couldn't even vote, is because he was able to tap into the youth vote. In fact, as I'm talking to you, behind me are motorcycle rallies, young boys 
out on the roads. Of course, Nawashri supporters are out as well. But Imran supporters, the young people uh, of this city, of the state of Punjab, saying it's time for a change. Will that translate into numbers? We don't know. But that's those are the images uh, and, the, and the slogans that we're hearing on the streets of Lahore. Now, remember, as I said, it's between an old batsman and it's between an old war horse. And the old war horse I'm talking about, of course, is Nawaz Sharif. Nawaz Sharif spoke to me earlier today. Nawaz Sharif has been the prime minister of this country twice. But when I asked him today, will it be a third time? He was very, very cautious. And he also spoke about how a fractured mandate is actually going to be terrible for Pakistan. Interestingly, Nawaz Sharif is the one person, one politician who has dared to take on the army. Speaking to me earlier, he said that the constitution was quite clear. It was, it was the prime minister of Pakistan who is the boss, not its army chief. Will that go against him? Will the security establishment be antagonized? Nawaz Sharif speaking to me earlier. with all honesty, that I am at the moment talking to the next Prime Minister of Pakistan? If not the Prime Minister of Pakistan, at least the leader of the opposition of this country. <laughs> that's, very, that's very modest of you, but the polls predict you to be the front runner. Well, I've heard that, and uh, the uh, service carried out over the last uh, two months also say the same thing. They place us uh, on the top, but uh, I don't think uh, one can predict as to how many seat one will get seats and uh, will one uh, be able to form the government people have been saying that uh, no party will be able to win a simple majority but uh, perhaps uh, PMN will be the leading party in the elections mm. but I can't say anything about it would you at least say that you would be open to alliances with those you have bitterly fought or not? Because if there is a fractured mandate, would you be open to alliances with Imran Khan or uh, the, the, uh, the PPP? Barkha, a fractured mandate uh, will be worse than hmm. what we had in the last five years. I think we need a strong mandate. We need a strong government. With a strong writ, we have these problems uh, that we have to uh, deal with. And... Uh, a government with a weak mandate will not be able to do so. But what I say is uh, something different. Let everybody fight the elections, come back in the parliament, and uh, then I think everybody will have to join uh, their heads together, sit across the table, have a common agenda for the country, and those who would be willing to share our agenda, I think we will have no problem in working with them. So my view is that uh, we all will have to be on the same page. Let me ask you one thing, that uh, a lot of journalists and commentators and even politicians I meet here, they say that if Nawaz Sharif were to get elected again, it could be a watershed moment for Pakistan because it would restore or, or at least attempt to restore civilian supremacy over this country. Because you have been very blunt that the Prime Minister is the boss, <coughs> not the Army Chief. Are you worried that you've been making these kind of statements that could actually uh, antagonize the security establishment towards you? But that is, uh, Barka, how it should be. We are today a democratic country, and uh, uh, I think we've also contributed uh, in restoring democracy in this country, and we stand for rule of law. I am the one who actually staged out a long march for the restoration of the judiciary in 2009, which was uh, unconstitutionally fired by Mr. Musharraf. Mm. 
I think we are the one who really worked very hard for this. And uh, I'm very happy that uh, the, the last parliament was able to and the government was able to complete its term of office. Uh, so um, now that the elections are being held and the nation is today uh, voting for the next government, uh, at least we would now learn to, uh, to uh, observe the sanctity of the ballot box, which is, I think, a very, very big achievement for Pakistan. So if you're the next so prime minister, you will be the big boss. So I am the happiest man today that uh, this transition has finally taken place. taken place. So if you're the next prime minister, you will restore, in a sense, the authority of the office of the prime minister. I think uh, this is what the constitution says very clearly. This is what the, the law of the land says. And I think we'll all have to stay within the uh, four walls of the constitution. If we do that, if we adhere to the constitution, nothing will go wrong in this country. All right, Dawaj Sharif, they're speaking to Barkha Datta in Lahore. There will be many more reports from Barkha coming up at 10 p.m., a special program with her looking at the, the elections in Pakistan. It's a historic day there. Which way is it going to swing? Time now for us to take a short break.